you guys, this is your host, Jahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. Happy New Year's, everyone. It's 2019. Woo! Can you believe it? 2019. I hope you had a happy and safe holiday season. And I don't know if you guys are excited as I am, but I'm hoping that 2019 deems to be a prosperous, healthy, happy year for all of us. To all my first-time listeners, welcome. It is my hope and prayer that you find this podcast informative and inspirational. I know firsthand how hard it is dealing with this virus, and it is my goal through through the stories of my personal journey with this virus that you realize you are not alone and that being diagnosed is not by any means um, the end of your life or your dating life for that matter. So this is episode number eight, and today I'm going to talk about the different types of treatment medications prescribed by doctors and their effectiveness. I'll also go into herbal medication and whether they are as effective as modern medication. So let's get started. After my initial outbreak, I went to my doctor because I had concerns about um, how my outbreaks were reoccurring so frequently. Some of you may not have already heard this story, but um, for years, I would get outbreaks right after my period every month, and I wasn't happy with that because I knew, because I had a friend who also had the virus, she was rarely getting an outbreak, and I was like, well, why am I getting outbreaks so often? So I went to my doctor with that concern, and as they always do, he went to the old faithful Valtrex and prescribed me with a suppressive dosage of Valtrex. Um, for those who don't know, there are two types of dosages when you are treating the um, virus. Um, there's intermittent um, dosages where you take drugs or whatever um, type of um, antiviral medication only when you have an outbreak, and that is to help aid in healing the sore and um, recovering quicker. The suppressive therapy dosage is when you're taking medication every day to prevent an actual outbreak. That doesn't necessarily mean that you will never have an outbreak, but it helps with controlling how frequently you receive or have an outbreak. So I went to my doctor and that's what he did. He put me on suppressive therapy. And after about maybe, I want to say two to three months, I didn't really notice a difference in the frequency. The frequency was not less. Um, It was about the same. So what I did is I stopped taking it. Now, was that enough time for my system to build up and stop, you know, having um, outbreaks as frequently? I think so, because... The therapy that I'm on now with a different form of antiviral, I noticed a change almost within a couple of weeks. So I felt like Valtrex was not working for me, so I stopped taking that medication. But when I decided that I wanted to start dating and I began dating seriously, I knew I wanted to be sexually active with the partner at the time that I had. So I went back on Valtrex again hoping that I would have a better outcome. Um, But you know what? I remember um, a time when I actually went to the doctor, or went to the pharmacy, actually, with my partner to pick up um, 
my refill of Valtrex. And when we got to the pharmacy counter and the technician asked me for my date of birth and then looked at what I actually had, what I was picking up, I felt such a judgment from her. Like she looked at me first and then she looked at my partner and the look on her face was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like she was saying without verbally saying how he is accepting or how does she have this virus and she has somebody here with her? Is that her boyfriend or, you know, she was, all the questions were written all over her face and I felt so judged by her. I felt ashamed. I felt nasty. I felt like I didn't deserve him to be with me there either you know all these mixed bags of emotions just I'll never forget that that was years ago but I'll never forget the look that she had on her face like she couldn't believe that I actually had a man there with me as I was picking up Valtrax for herpes because of course we're not supposed to have partners if we have the herpes virus (laughs) but anyway I digress um so after um even though I started taking the medication again Unfortunately, the story is that I still had the same outcome. I, my frequency as far as outbreaks did not lessen. Um, they remained to be about the same. So once again, I stopped taking the medications, any medication, because I felt like this couldn't be controlled. And over time, it will get better. And I learned how to watch closely for any signs of symptoms to avoid having sex with my partner during that time and that was successful because or I should say he never came back and said I given him the virus also Um, because we use protection every time and we know that protection is not 100% but I did learn how to pay attention to my body if there was any tingling any itching anything going on in my vaginal area that didn't feel right I told him that we could not have sex because I didn't want to expose him to the virus I don't know if you guys are like me, but for years, I thought Valtrex was the only FDA-approved medication that was treatment for herpes. You know, they even had commercials. You guys remember when they had commercials all over, you know, TV about Valtrex? Um, I thought that was the only thing that, that treated or, you know, helped with the virus. Until recently. <laughs> um... Starting this podcast has helped me to do a lot more research, um, and I learned um, that there are other types of antiviral medication used for treating the herpes virus. Um, so I learned that there's also a medication called acyclovir, um, which is what I'm currently using, and so far, acyclovir has been working. Um, Like I stated before, after a couple of weeks of taking it, I noticed a difference. I did. Honestly, I noticed a difference, and I haven't had an outbreak. I've been taking the medication every day as a suppressive therapy um, for about a month now, a little over a month, actually, about a, a month and a couple of weeks, and I have yet to have an outbreak. Now, did I feel any tingling or anything like that? I have felt tingling sensations here and there, um, which is typically the onset of uh, um, uh, the onset of an outbreak, but it never formed into an actual outbreak. So, and 
during the times when I've had tingling sensations, I've chosen not to have intercourse with my now current partner because I've I'm aware that there could be a possibility of viral shedding, so I don't want to expose him to that, you know, during that time. So I've opted not to have sex with him whenever I've had that occur. But an actual outbreak, I have not had um, since um, I've started taking a cycle of air. Now, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who thought Valtrex was the only treatment out there, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about the three major um, medications or antiviral medications that is out there that doctors prescribe um, to um, patients with herpes. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this as a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I am not a nurse. I am not a herbalist. Um, this is information that I'm giving you guys is totally based off of research online. So before you start asking your doctor, you know, can I use this, you know, make sure that they are aware of your medical history before you take any type of medication, fully disclose any medical history. Um, because you know, with any medication that you take this, the chances of having having side effects. So I don't want you to be like, well, I heard on this podcast that this will work. You know, do your own research, but I just want to present you with what the research I have um, done just to make the process a little bit better. All right, so the three major prescription drugs commonly used to treat the virus um, are, like I stated already, acyclovir, um, famcyclovir, and valacyclovir. <laughs> I had to pause after I said all of these. And the valacyclovir um, is what is known as, commonly known as Valtrex. Um, the thing about a cyclovir is that you can get it in a pill form. You can also get it in a liquid form. I don't think I would ever want to do that. Um, and for more serious cases, you can get it in an IV form. I don't think I would ever want to do that either, so I'm glad that the pill is working for me. <laughs> but um, acyclovir um, and all of these drugs are antiviral drugs, of course, um, used to reduce frequency and the number of outbreaks, help sores heal faster, keep new ones from forming, and decrease pain and itching. Um, when you have an outbreak. So that's what these drugs are, antiviral drugs are supposed to do. They also help um, with to decrease the risk of viral shedding in other parts of your body for people with weakened immune systems. Now, this is, this is what was important for me. And, um, and I'll talk about um, herbal medication because I did try that as well before I went back on a cyclovir. But... Um, I have a weakened immune system because of an autoimmune um, disease that I have called rheumatoid arthritis. And I don't know if you guys are aware of what rheumatoid arthritis, but it's when your immune system attacks your joints. Um, and so because I have to take medication to suppress my immune system so that my immune system doesn't attack my joints, that makes my immune system weaken. So because I have a, a weakened immune system, using herbal medication didn't work for me. Now, it works for some people, but it didn't work for me after trial and error. So 
I went back to my doctor and he put me on a cyclovir. Another side effect is liver inflammation, um, and that can develop over time. If you have any pre-existing kidney disease or liver disease, it is important to speak with your doctor before taking any medication. I cannot stress that enough. It is super important for you to be open, honest, and give full disclosure to your doctor. This is not the place where a doctor's office is not the place that you hide things that are happening to you. I know when I go and I speak to my doctor, I talk to my doctor as if I was talking to my sister. I tell my sister everything. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you a invitation. That's the only way to join at this time. But I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come share their stories with other listeners and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. Okay, so now I'm going to have to take my time and sound of this next side effect. It is called thrombotic. The next word is thrombotic cytopenic purpura hemocytic uremic syndrome. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to repeat that. Instead, I'm going to give the abbreviation as TTPHUX which is a life-threatening clotting disorder that is associated with taking um, antiviral medications that I've already discussed. Um, TTHUS happens when tiny clots form within the small blood vessels, capillaries, and arteries in your organs, which causes hemolysis (laughs) or destruction of red blood cells and low platelet count. This is all information that I actually got online by doing research. You guys can do this on your own as well. Be as informed as possible when it 
when you're dealing with any type of disease or virus, try to get as much information so that you can be knowledgeable about what's going on in your body. There are other more milder side effects that may come with taking these um, antiviral medications, such as upset stomach, nausea, or diarrhea. So it's important to take your medication with food, I think, and drink plenty of water because if you have any type of like upset stomach from, and that's from taking any medication. If you take any medication, even Tylenol sometimes on an empty stomach, it may upset your stomach. So it's a good practice to actually take um, your medication with food and make sure that you drink plenty of water. Herpes, I know it's difficult to deal with, but treating it is not worth causing more damage to your body or your health. So if you experience any side effects while undergoing treatment, make sure to let your doctor know so that they can come up with another plan of action to treat the virus. So I think I'm going to end there, guys. Um, I don't want this episode to become too long and run into an hour or go over 30 minutes for that matter. Um, I will talk about herbal medications on my next episode. I did a trial period of where I was just using herbal medications. Unfortunately, it did not work for me. Um, As I stated in this episode, I have another autoimmune disease, which made it difficult for the herbal medication therapy to work effectively. Um, But I do have a dear friend. Um, who also suffers from herpes, or did her um, suffer from herpes, I should say. Um, she claims that she cured herself through using herbal medication. I'm going to invite her onto our next podcast and so that she can share what she did. She's not an herbalist, but she is very informed um, when it comes to using herbal medication. Now, it didn't work for me, but it worked for her, and it may work for someone who is listening. So I think I'm going to invite her to join me on the next podcast. So we're going to end our episode here. But before I end, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I have been receiving um, emails from you guys and I really appreciate it. I'm glad that these episodes are helping. Um, And um, I just want to thank you guys. I, I appreciate the love that you guys are sending my way. So if you have any questions or comments, you can hit the message button at the bottom of the screen, or you can reach me at yahirajoneshope at gmail.com. I know this episode sounds a little rushed. It is. (laughs) I'm on my lunch break, but I wanted to get this done. I procrastinated so much because so much has been going on in my personal life. Um, Nothing bad, but just a lot of work. Um, so I wanted to get this done so that I can edit it tonight, um, and get this to you guys tonight. Um, but until next time, guys, I appreciate you so much. Be safe and God bless.